Alright, Manitoba, welcome back to another episode, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a wonderful day as always. Real Fast Manitoba, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff that helps out the show. I really do appreciate it, especially sharing. That really does help. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and TikTok at MBFreeThinker. On Facebook and YouTube, that's MBFreeThinker. Oh, sorry, that's Manitoba Freethinker Podcast. You can send me an email at mbfreethinker at gmail.com or go to my webpage at mbfreethinker.wordpress.com and you can get all the links to um, all the shows there. All right, Manitoba. What beautiful weather we had for the long weekend. I hope you guys all got out and and enjoyed it. Um, Mother Nature held out. So it was, um, I mean, the weather was amazing. Shout out to Camp Hope, who had their grand opening on Saturday, um, the Freedom Hope Canada Facebook page, and that's Walter Hebert and crew. And uh, what an amazing turnout it was. I know um, Saturday, I don't know the numbers for Sunday, but on Saturday breakfast, they served over 500 people. And he, Walter was saying for supper, which was um, cooked up by Blue Haze Barbecue, served over 600 people. So it was an amazing turnout on Saturday. I didn't make it down there Sunday, but I did um, see a lot of pictures on uh, Facebook and it looked like another pretty amazing turnout. So, I mean, that's all good news. Also, shout out to the crew at the Center of Canada. Uh, I didn't make it down there today either, um, but I will be going down there this week. I, I know it's a bunch of truckers that are posted up there, um, and they're going to be there from August 1st today till August 10th. Um, I, again, I'm not too sure what their message is or what they're going to be talking about, but I will be going down there, and I will post it on Facebook. But shout out to them. I know um, it's a bunch of the the truck drivers that were, you know, part of the Freedom Convoy. All right, Manitoba, if you guys take anything away from this show, I hope that the thing you take away, how important it is to vote, and not just to be, not just to vote, but to be an informed voter. Because, like, the truth is with all the, quote, misinformation or disinformation, it's actually never been easier to find things out um, you just can't rely on your typical mainstream media sources. And uh, you may have to sift through some BS along the way, but before you know it, Manitoba, you will find sources um, that are trustworthy and that don't just puppet the uh, the narrative. But uh, like I said, it's, it's never been easier. You, you may have to do a little bit of digging, but you just can't rely on CBC or Global or CTV. And not only that, Manitoba, you can find people that are local and they're talking about local issues, issues that affect your day to day. And, uh, you know, what? it's posted in long format. You're not just going to hear a two minute clip that's going to be taken out of context or purposely edited to uh, portray a certain narrative. So you could see in long format what they actually have to say. Um Take, for example, over the course of the trucker convoy in Ottawa or even here in Manitoba, our elected officials 
and even members of the opposition were calling the freedom supporters racist and Nazis, and they were claiming that there were signs of hate in swastikas. Meanwhile, Manitoba, you could just log on to Facebook or YouTube and watch hours of unedited raw footage that will directly dispute their claims. And the worst part is the mainstream media, they don't call them on it. They, they just puppet the narrative. You know what I mean? Like, who are you going to believe, the media or your lying eyes? Your own lived experiences. Like, I was there, and our mainstream media in Manitoba were claiming that there were hate signs and swastikas. And in real time, I'm just filming <laughs> Canadian flags and signs of uh, how they love Canada. Like, it, it, it was just mind-blowing. It reminds me of that quote, I'm going to butcher, I don't know word for word what it is, but if you tell a lie enough, it becomes the truth. And that should literally be the motto of the CBC. Like, they just puppet Trudeau's talking points. Um, so shout out to all the local shows that have been going on for a while or the ones that are just popping up. I mean, I love it. I'm so happy there's no longer a gatekeeper. So, you know, Manitoba, that's why I encourage uh, you guys to share my show and other people's show. Um, because, like, a lot of people just don't know about them. And if they don't come up on their news feed, people just aren't going to see it. And, and Manitoba, if you're talking the truth and you're going against the narrative, we all know by now you will be fighting the algorithm. So, like I said, share, 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 share. It's super important. So shout out to Shadow Davis, who has a weekly show. I'm sure most of you who see this show watch his show, but he has a weekly show at 8 p.m., um, the Shadow at Night show. Shout out to Winnipeg Alternative Media, or WAM. Um, they're actually covering local events that are happening in the province, and they're not puppeting a narrative. You know, shout out to, um, there's a couple ladies from the Facebook group, It Takes a Village, Viola and Deanna, and I believe they have a show every Wednesday called Wellness Wednesdays. So go check them out. That they're like I said, they're local and I mean they're killing it in the freedom movement. These two ladies, of course, with others, um, were behind a lot of the rallies and convoys that took place in Manitoba. Like I said, there were other people involved, but they were definitely a part of it. So shout out to them. And also shout out to tons of other people in the province who don't do shows. But they do have social media accounts and they and when they post an event or, you know, share some important information, I think it's important that we all share it because you never know how many eyes we're putting on it. But like after being at Camp Hope and even like the Freedom Convoy, the ledge, it is very clear to me that there is a there's definitely a growing community of like minded Manitobans out there. So, I mean, at least we could take a positive, you know, out of all the negative that our government is currently doing and mainstream media. But Manitoba, like I said, it is super important to be informed when you go to vote. And I admit I'm not 100% caught up on all of the 12 candidates that, that are trying to be uh, Winnipeg's next mayor. Like, it's a lot, you know, work, family, I get it. Um... 
I'll do my best to keep you informed as much as I can. But like I said, I'm not 100% caught up. But it is very important that all of us are informed before we go to vote. Um, just a real fast side note. The Great Canadian Talk Show is a podcast. Um, and they do have interviews with some of the candidates um, that are uh, vying for to be Winnipeg's next mayor. So if you guys want to check them out, that's the Great Canadian Talk Show. I'm sure they're on most podcast platforms. Um, so yeah, go check them out. But like I said, I will do my best to keep you informed. Um, but Manitoba, before I do get into today's show, this episode is sponsored by Ringway Express Limited. Ringway Express is your number one source for all types of courier services. They are dedicated to give you the best and unmatched service in Winnipeg with a focus on timely delivery, the safety of your products, and careful handling of your commodity. With Ringway Express, you get a swift delivery, professional drivers, and a company that has a track record of excellence. They are customer relationship driven, so you could always count on Ringway to go the extra mile to get your package delivered just the way you want. Ringway offers residential delivery, industrial delivery, pharmacy delivery, grocery delivery, mail delivery, document delivery, and most important, same-day delivery. It's huge, Manitoba. How it works, you just give them a call, 204-489-2578 or 204-869-3001, and you'll instantly be connected to a customer care rep. And they will listen to your request. Ringway believes in transparency and will send you a, a quote immediately. As soon as your order is confirmed, um, they will schedule your delivery with the estimated time uh, it will take to handle your package. Then you just sit back and wait for our professional drivers to pick up your package and deliver it to your destination anywhere in Winnipeg in an instant. Call us today for an exception, exceptional local courier services in Winnipeg. Quick pickup. Quick drop off is our mission. That's 204-489-2578 or 204-869-3001. Ringway Express Limited. So Manitoba, I'll say shout out to them because uh you know what I mean? They're they're helping out the show. So I hope if you guys do have any career needs, give them a call. All right. I came across this article today, Manitoba. Former Glenn, former Mayor Glenn Murray leads race to become Winnipeg's next mayor. Pro poll suggests. I don't know about you guys, Manitoba, but I think this is very disappointing. I personally think it is time for a change, and Glenn Murray is not change. He is the definition of the same old career politician. Um, I will take this this um, poll, this probe poll, with a grain of salt. There was just over 600 people who took part in the poll in a city of over 700,000. Now, I know all those 700,000 are adults, but still, 600 people, that's 
Not very much, in my opinion. But Manitoba, they say, CBC says, Murray, the choice of 44% of respondents. Gillingham had 16%, and Ouellette had 13%. Former Winnipeg Mayor Glenn Murray is far and away the leading candidate to become the city's next mayor, a probe research survey suggests. Murray, who served as Winnipeg's mayor from 1998 to 2004, is the preferred mayoral candidate of 44% of decided voters who responded to the online probe poll of 622 Winnipeg adults, done from July 14th to July 25th. Side note, I would like to point out, I didn't even know about this poll. I don't know if you guys did. I definitely would not have voted for Murray. But I'll continue. Murray had a, uh, had a sizable lead on the 11 other registered candidates, none of whom garnered more than 20% support from decided voters in the probe survey. Quote, The former mayor is in a strong position entering the next phase of the campaign. He benefits from a strong lead and the view it, uh, the view. His significant political experience matters, probe research and in the survey document. Probe research said in the survey document. Murray served one full term and part of his second term as mayor of Winnipeg before he resigned to run for federal office. He also served as Ontario Liberal member of the provincial parliament and cabinet minister. Quote, I'm doing 10 or 12 events on weekends, 7 to 12 during weekdays, we want to uh, be the hardest working campaign, end quote, Murray said Thursday at the Forks. Two-term St. James Councillor Scott Gillingham ranked second in the poll, attracting 16% of decided voters who responded. Former Winnipeg Centre Liberal MP Robert Falcon Ouellette is running third with 13%. Quote, the current St. James Councillor and the former Winnipeg Centre Liberal MP are the next leading contenders, but both have a long way to go before posing a significant threat to Murray's bid to become mayor again, the probe said. No other candidate cracked double digits. Business consultant Jenny Mockluck, who got 38% of the popular vote in 2018, um is running fourth with 8%, uh, the probe poll suggests. Um, entrepreneur and author Sean Looney, who has, who is the first candidate to clear his intention on running, is in fifth with 6%. Former Manitoba Liberal Party leader and lawyer Rana Bakari is in sixth place with 4%. Rick Schoen, who owns the Wilderness Supply, was supported by 3% of respondents. And security company owner Don Woodstock, food delivery driver Jesse Peebles, and 2018 mayoral race registrant Desmond Thomas got 2% each. Um, grocery worker Chris Clacchio and engineer Idris Adelcom attracted 1% each. So there you go. Murray leads substantial, not insurmountable, okay? Probe research uh, par- partner Mary Agnes Welch said Murray's lead over all of the candidates is substantial three months before the civic election. She also described the former mayor's support as very broad. 
Quote, right now, he has support among critical pools of voters, women, older people, who vote. The sort of uh, the sort of those southern suburbs of Winnipeg. He already has inroads in those really critical voting blocks, Welch said outside Probe's downtown Winnipeg office. She also noted Murray's lead is not insurmountable. In 2014, Winnipeg mayoral race, former NDP MLA and MP Judy Washer Lisa Leach had a large lead over in the summer, but wound up losing to Brian Bowman on election day. Gillingham said he's not concerned about Murray's lead right now. Quote, three months out is a long way to go before election day, he said, outside City Hall. Mr. Murray has name recognition. We understand that. He was advertising while the poll was being conducted. Very true. But technically, Scott Gillingham is advertising too. I see paid sponsor ads come across my Facebook page all the time from uh, Scott Gillingham. So... Probe Research also asked survey respondents how likely they were to vote for registered candidates and potential candidates. Murray remained the most popular candidate, albeit with a smaller lead over Gillingham and Ouellette. 67% of the survey respondents said they would definitely or possibly vote for Murray, compared to 51% for Gillingham and 50% for Ouellette. So Murray and Gillingham have been active during the campaign, each making several public policy announcements. Ouellette has not held any news briefings since he registered in May. Okay. Out of the registered candidates, Motluck garnered the most negative sentiment with 43% of respondents saying they would definitely not vote for her. The probe uh, poll also found Murray was the candidate of choice for NDP and Liberal voters who participated in the poll, while Gillingham was the preferred candidate for progress conservatives. Okay. So this is, in my opinion, Manitoba. Again, I'll take it with a grain of salt because they only interviewed 622 people. But this is not good news. The fact that Glenn Murray is leading, I just want to share with you guys all um, Glenn Murray's political past. And you, you guys be the judge if you guys think that Glenn Murray is for Winnipeg. Or is Glenn Murray for Glenn Murray? I got notes, Manitoba. All right. In 1980, like, this is the definition of a career politician. Like, this guy is just in it for himself. I don't even know if he's ever had a real job. In 1989, he became city councillor. So from 89 to 1998, he was a city councillor. In 98, he ran for the mayor of Winnipeg, and he won. So from 98 to 2002, he was mayor. He was re-elected in 2002 as mayor of Winnipeg. He should have served until 2006, but he resigned in 2004, and he ran for the 2004 federal election, 
he was trying to um, be an MP for Charleswood St. James. So he resigned from mayor of Winnipeg, and he lost to Stephen Fletcher from the PC party. And because of that, he is no longer mayor. He didn't uh, become MP. So in 2004, he moves to Toronto. Like, what a guy. He just bails on Winnipeg. Um, in 2009, there was talk of him running for Toronto mayor in the 2010 municipal election. But when the MP George Smitherman confirmed his own intention of running for mayor, Murray then announced he would seek the Ontario Liberal nomination for the 2010 by-election to succeed Smitherman in the Toronto Centre. So he was thinking about running for mayor, but then when he found out someone who was really popular in Toronto was running for mayor, he then went and uh, ran for that seat. So, I mean... This is the definition of a guy who just tries to better himself. So he won and served from 2010 to 2017 as the MP for Toronto Centre. Then, in 2020, he announced he would be running for the leader of the Green Party for the Green Party leadership election. Unfortunately for him, he finished fourth place. And then, two years later, in 2022, now he announces that he is running to be Winnipeg's 44th mayor. So, like, Manitoba, we need change. And... I don't care what this guy's policy is, what his platform is, what he promises. This guy, Glenn Murray, is not in it for Winnipeg. He is the definition of a career politician. He goes from position to position. He'll literally resign as Winnipeg's mayor. He did that to better his position. He'll go from place to place. He'll move. He'll go from party to party. He'll go from the civic to provincial to the federal election. He does not care. He is only in it to advance his career, his position. He is in it for himself, Manitoba. He is not in it for Winnipeg. So, like, with Murray uh, in first with 44%, Gillingham in second with 16 Ouellette in third, and the former Liberal Party leader, Rana Bakari, in sixth, out of 12 candidates, all of those are current or former politicians. Gillingham, like I said, is a current city councillor. Ouellette, I believe, was a city councillor. And Rana Bakari, liberal leader, former liberal leader in Manitoba. I'm going to show you a few reasons why um, political experience is not always good. You know how we always say experience is good? Well... Sometimes political experience isn't so good. Like, we have to stop electing people who claim to have to solutions to the problem that they created. And if they didn't create them, they at least had the opportunity to fix them. Because they were 
current politicians. But check this out. Check this out. City of Winnipeg investigating investigating whether car left in grassy lot for the last eight years is derelict. <laughs> this is our elected officials. Eight years. And they still don't know what to do with it. Property owner has complained twice about the vehicle he says is a blight on River Heights neighborhood. A car left sitting for years in a grassy lot behind the house in Winnipeg River Heights neighborhood has become a blight on nearby properties, one Winnipeg man says. Quote, it's got grass up to the windows depending on the time of the year, complete flat tires, and it hasn't moved in eight years. And I'm dumbfounded that nobody seems to give a damn, said Michael Gillespie. Uh, he represents a company that owns a house on Centennial Street just north of Grant Avenue and east of Keniston Boulevard. Across the back lane from the house is a grassy lot where the car, a red Tudor Eagle Talon, has sat for years. Gillespie's company bought the house in April and he says the province owner didn't know who the car belonged to. A search, check this out, a search on Google Street View Images Going back as early as 2014 shows the vehicle parked in the same spot. The license plate sticker shows that it was registered in 2012. The car's tires are now flat, its mirrors and lights are smashed, and the wheels have sunk into the ground. Eight years, Winnipeg. Um, the lot where the car sits, a former railway line, does not have an address but is registered as private property. CBC News attempted to contact the property owner, but did not immediately immediately receive a response. Gillespie has twice reported the vehicle to the City of Winnipeg 311 service, asking for it to be declared derelict under the city's neighborhood livability bylaw. Both times he says his report was closed without any explanation and with seemingly no action taken. A spokesperson for the city said bylaw enforcement officers are still investigating whether the car meets the definition of a derelict vehicle. They're still investigating? This has been going on for eight years, Winnipeg. Um, according to the bylaw, there are three criteria. The vehicle is not operating condition and is rusted, wrecked, or partly wrecked, or is dismantled or partly dismantled. It is not insured or registered under the Highway Traffic Act and does not have a current valid license plate attached. It is entirely or partially outside of a building. Okay, Winnipeg, it meets all those three criteria. Without even seeing the cards, reading the article, it said it meets all those. As of the June, its June meeting, Winnipeg City Councilor passed an amendment to the bylaw that aims to make it easier for the city to remove derelict vehicles. Ooh, congratulations, Winnipeg City Council. Eight years. You guys are fast moving. Previously, the bylaw said vehicles must be left outside for at least a month. That led to the... For It's been left outside for eight years. Why did they need to change anything? This led to long delays uh, getting the city to remove vehicles, said Waverly West Council Janice Lukes, who proposed the amendment. Um, the case of the vehicle Gillespie has complained about shows why the amendment was needed, Luke said, and the city should remove it. 
Yeah, the city should remove it. So this is what I mean, like, this is our elected officials. Here's another one, Manitoba. Manitobans renting out backyard pools, unknowingly breaking provincial laws. Like, there is no way that this should be against any regulation or law. But I'll read it from Global. Private swimming pool rentals jumped in popularity during the pandemic, but some renting out their backyard swimming holes through apps like Swimply, Swimply are unknowingly breaking provincial regulations, raising questions about how the company and the province are communicating rules with the public. Get this. The province says private pools are considered public as soon as they're rented out. Under the Public Health Act, owners are required to get a permit from a health inspector and provide a lifeguard, among other things, just like the city of Winnipeg and YMCA pools. What a joke, Manitoba. But the province has inspected, well, sorry, the province hasn't inspected any private pools up for rent, a spokesperson wrote in an email statement on Tuesday. Quote, a commercial pool requires washrooms, showers, lifeguarding, lighting, etc. And it is likely too costly for the residential pool owner to modify or upgrade their pool, the statement said. A Manitoba man who uses the Swimbly app um, to rent out his pool said he was surprised to learn that there were strict provincial guidelines. Global News agreed not to name this man for fear of retribution. Manitoba government loves retribution. Good call, sir. Quote, I was completely unaware of this and I run my pool very safely here, he said Wednesday. I have a meeting with the people when they arrive and I tell them about the safety regulations. There's no alcohol allowed. It's just a family fun thing, end quote. Okay. What's the harm, Manitoba? On a plus 30 day, if you don't have a pool, and, you, and you're a person who owns a pool, what is the harm in renting it out? You know, like Winnipeg wants to crack down on Airbnb. They want to crack down on any sort of ride-sharing service that isn't a taxi. And now they want to crack down on Manitobans renting out their pool. And then they'll go to the list that, like, if you rent out your pool... Um, you're liable for getting sued if someone gets hurt. And then uh, they say that, they're going to say that Swimply, Swimply, the app, will give you like $1 million liability, but they're claiming that that's not even enough. So, I don't know, Manitoba. To me, it's silly. It's more restrictions on... Winnipeggers and Manitobans that just simply don't have to be there. It's This is why voting locally is so important. And in case you forgot, it was not too long ago, Winnipeg City Council votes to keep Pitbull Ban in place. Winnipeg City Council has voted to keep the 30-year-old ban on certain dog breeds such as Pitbulls in place. In a 9-7 to seven vote, councillors voted against 
the recommendation to remove the pro- prohibition of specific dog breeds. You know what the funny thing is? Every time you read, about, at least in Manitoba, about a dog attacking a person, it's usually a Siberian Husky. And spoiler alert, Siberian Huskies are my favorite breed. But is really realistically, when you read about a dog attacking a person, it's it's usually a husky. And it's usually a pack of huskies. Arbitrarily banning the a breed. I've said it before, Pitbull is not even a breed. It the ban covers Pitbulls, Staffshire, Bull Terriers, American Staffordshire Terriers, and predominant mixes. It is just a joke that they'll ban a Pitbull, but you could have like a 200-pound Roddy. This is our city council in a vote 9 to 7. And again, this just happened recently. 2022, April 21st, committee rejects chicken keeping. They were going to have a pilot program, Manitoba, a two-year pilot program until city council got all in a huff and puff. Mayor Bowman, of course, jumped on board and they canceled the two-year pilot program to instead come up with a study. The committee voted four to three to declare to delete the pilot program project from the pet ownership changes and instead order a report on the topic. In a year, Mayor Brian Bowman joined councillors Marcus Chambers, Cindy Gilroy, and Brian Mays to support that motion. So in in a time where like food security is very important. Winnipeggers aren't even allowed to have a few chicken lane, egg lane chickens, sorry. Like, just a few to get some eggs every day. They, you can't rent, you, you can't rent out your, your pool to make a little bit of money. You can't be a driver in Winnipeg. Like, this, again, Manitoba, Winnipeg, October 26th. It is so important for us to vote because these are our elected officials. This is why I'm stressing that political experience is not always a good thing. These people, and I've been seeing, like I said, Facebook-sponsored ads all over um, social media about these officials complaining about just the current state of Winnipeg. And this is literally, like, they have been in charge of Winnipeg. Like, it's so rich to hear Scott Gillingham complain about Winnipeg when he's been our city councillor. Like, Winnipeg, don't get fooled. Experience is not always a good thing. I think our city councillors, just these three articles I read, rejects chicken keeping, keeping the pit bull ban, having your pool rented out, being against city regulations, and taking eight years to get rid of a derelict vehicle. These are 
the people who are telling you that they want to control how you live. It's a joke, Winnipeg. It's a joke, Manitoba. And like I said, the mainstream media, they don't cover what's really going on in Manitoba. I just, I just put a Facebook post out, and this is true. If Camp Hope had one-tenth of people show up, but they were preaching on how Canadians are either hateful or racist, the mainstream media would have been all over that. But because they're spreading a message of love and unity and hope, where's the mainstream media? Where are our elected officials? I will say shout out to Don Woodstock, who did show up to the grand opening of Camp Hope. He's one of uh, the gentlemen vying to be our mayor. But like, where are our elected officials? What is so wrong about being part of an organization that's spreading hope and unity? And Walter Hebert, he said it a million times, doesn't care about your race, your religion. I mean, he's Christian, but you don't have to be. So, but nowhere to be found are politicians. It's a joke. Either way, Manitoba, uh, like I said, uh, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff that helps out the show. Hopefully, you guys got sound. I have recorded a show before with no sound. But like I said, I am going to be following uh, what's taking place at the center of Canada. So if you guys don't check it out for yourself, tune in later on this week and I'll fill you guys in on what um, what the trucker's message is all about. Either way, Manitoba, I love you guys so much. And once again, Manitoba, these people are generous enough to support the show. So, I, I mean, if you guys want, if you guys need any um, career needs, check out Ringway Express Limited. You could download the app if you need. Give them a shout. Google it online. Just so you guys know, it's R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S dot C-A. So don't forget the S. But yeah, check out Ringway Express Limited if you guys need any courier services. All right, Manitoba. That is going to do it for today's show. I love you guys so much. And I will catch you hopefully Wednesday. That's my goal. Bye.